Hey, I'm Monique. And I'm Sierra. And you're listening to Hoochin' and Hollering, a podcast where we do our favorite things, drink, and talk. This week, we're diving into the novel The Duke and I by Julia Quinn. We do need to let you guys know that there's going to be spoilers, book and show spoilers. Yeah. So don't listen if you haven't watched Bridgerton or <laughs> if you haven't listened or uh, read The Duke and I. Because um, we're going to spoil it. Yeah. I guess if you have no plans on listening, yeah. like watching, right. If you've reading. only been getting your Bridgerton content from us, then go ahead and listen. <laughs> um, also, there will be light swearing or let's just call it swearing at this point. Yeah. Because I swear. Yeah. Okay, so set in London's Regency during the London season, our novel tells the story of prestigious family called the Bridgertons, um, led by the new Viscount and his first and firstborn son Anthony Bridgerton and widowed mother Violet Bridgerton. The family's intent is to maintain pomp. While Ooh. navigating the rules of high society. Good use of pomp. <laughs> I learned it from you. Title of our first episode, Pomp, pomp and, and Circumstance. circumstance. <laughs> Listen to episode one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in the first novel of an eight-book series about each Bridgerton child, our author Julia Quinn masterfully crafts this story around the eldest Bridgerton daughter, Daphne. Daphne is a poised and funny guy's gal who can't quite secure an engagement. After an unconventional meeting with the coveted new Duke of Hastings, Simon, they agree to a ruse um, to court in order to make Daphne more desirable to other suitors and to keep the attention off Simon while he settles his affairs during the exhausting London season. (laughs) With the plan working a little too well, the, com- the couple falls in love, and another conflict arises when Simon is emotionally unavailable and refuses to marry and have children. Although his love for Daphne is strong, his hate for his father and the continuation of his family's legacy is stronger. Being as witty and perceptive as she is, Daphne gets through to Simon, leading them to a happy, married, uh, happy marriage and eventually five children together. So that's our recap, so now we're going to yeah. talk hooch. Uh, okay. Okay. This week, we were drinking an old-fashioned. We made it. it. It's different. We're not drinking. We're not drinking old-fashioned yeah. right now. I don't know if I messed up the recipe. We love old fashions when yes. we get them at bars. Yes. But when we made it, it seems like it wasn't enough liquid. Like, it was so tiny. So this one had two ounces of bourbon, half a teaspoon of sugar, and and a dash of bitters. And then we garnish with maraschino cherries. So we have that two and a half... like the recipe. Yeah, but we have two and a half ounces of liquid and nothing else. So something seems to be missing. And we put a ton of ice in it. And then we added diet squirt. Because <laughs> we're like, oh, you know, it needs some more liquid. Like, I'm like, can we add water? Like, it's just... It's like a shot. It looks like yeah, a shot. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. So we decided to just... Um, have a whatever day. So I'm drinking um, Lakefront Brewery's New Grease, New Grist Goza style with lime. It's really Which good. Which is good. That it's new, so good. Yeah, that yeah. New Grease Grist? New Grist? New Grist lime is good. And it's, it's certified gluten free. Yeah. So if you haven't tried it, it's at Lakefront Brewery, one of my faves. Yeah. And I'm drinking a <laughs> a diet drink, which is we Crystal Light. 
a crystal light one and a half ounces of gin and like plain lime sparkling water. So yeah. like a lime LaCroix. So we really had to wing it this week. But yeah. luckily we have so much alcohol in my house from this entire <laughs> season. So we have a lot of options. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now let's dive in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for this episode, we're going to be discussing ways that The Duke and I differs from the Netflix original series Bridgerton. Um, so in the show, we've got a lot of the major players. We have um, Lady Whistledown, the entire Bridgerton clan, the Featherington ladies, mm-hmm. Simon and his parents, and Lady Danbury. So those are a lot of the major players. Yeah. Um, one glaring difference between the book and the show, however, is that Lady Whistledown plays a very little role in the book. Yeah. Her scandal sheet is basically just used to move the story along, the the storyline along, and puts dates to all the events. Yeah, it's almost like journal entry. You know, yeah, like, it's like a yeah, it's like a journal. The entry. chapters start with like yeah her and they sheet. only mention her like two times, I think. Yeah, like, like no, huh, I wonder who that could be, and then that. Yeah. That was it. Apparently, so through my research, apparently in the book series, they do eventually find out who she is. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if the showrunner um, but I don't know read all the books first. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to be, because in the show, it was yeah. Penelope. Right. But, but in the books. I don't know. If so we've got to sit here and read eight novels to figure eight it out. Eight of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> so um, we are also completely missing some major players, like our HBIC Queen Charlotte. A major player she, yeah, in the show. She has no role whatsoever in this She's not even novel. mentioned. <laughs> not even mentioned. Like, um, it's interesting considering what a major role she plays in the Lady Whistledown Eloise plotline. Right. Yeah. Um, we're also missing our girl Marina. Yeah. Well, I wasn't too sad about. <laughs> that was a that was kind of a sad storyline. And that's messed up because she was a complete creation of their so she could have had like a fairly normal yeah. happy storyline <laughs> and it completely like ruined her life. Um our research did show though that Marina is briefly mentioned in Julia Quinn's book To Sir Philip with Love. So it's one of the eight uh Bridgerton books. She's get this. The dead wife of Eloise's book boyfriend, mm. Sir Philip Crane. So in the books, Philip Crane is Eloise's love interest. So they're pulling names from the book. They're just, yes. they're like, okay, let's use what we have right. and just in different ways. Okay, cool. So, I didn't know that. Yeah. So we don't hear it. In the books, you never get to meet Marina. She's just mentioned as his dead wife. Okay. Um, so her entire plot line was made up. They could have given her a happy ending. Yeah. A happier ending. Because if she's dead and Eloise's story, it, it, that means her story, that means season one is probably it for her. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Which then makes me think, what does that mean for Eloise's storyline? If she's I supposed to be the love interest of Marina's ex Marina's Philip. Mm-hmm. You know? Like they're 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 mixing things up. They're yeah. getting real messy. I, don't know. I guess they got a plan because yeah. That's interesting. So yeah, we thought so after learning that that Marina was 
in the books but not a big player it made sense to me why they had to like sort of send her away at the end yeah um another reason so we do know in the show marina um has a thing with colin yeah so they also had to send him away because in the books this is another difference yeah. guys this is a really big difference in the books colin marries penelope so she couldn't have ended up with Colin either way. Right. If they still plan on having Penelope end up with Colin. They ha- it's it was a in huge, the first book. Yeah, it's such yeah. a huge plot point in and the And there's books. so many people like rooting for Colin and yeah. Penelope too. Yeah. So I'm like, they have to. And it might not be, it might be down the road though, because obviously Colin is supposed to be traveling. Yeah. So I'm like, what? what is... What, what is Penelope, Penelope about to do? So she's going to keep writing? I don't know. We'll talk about our predictions later. Yeah, on. so there is still hope that Colin and Penelope will become a thing. Yeah. Luckily. So in addition to those leading ladies, we're missing Madame Delacroix, Phil, Mo- oh, Phil. <laughs> Will Modridge, Sienna, Prince Freddie, and Lord Featherington. Will and Lord Feather- Featherington being complete creations of the you know, of the show. They, it makes us believe that the show will continue to stray from the books. Yeah. Because, again, their last little bit of the show, <laughs> like, is a very big part of yeah. now of the storyline. So the fe- Especially the Featherington stuff. Because even... Yeah. We might talk about this later, but even the Featherington stuff, they... I feel like they were just mentioning another family so we get perspective of how people lived in. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe. Because, like, what? Because the, the they books, just kept us informed on the Featherington, but it wasn't yeah, about the Featherington. Yeah, in the books, the Featheringtons aren't as big of a piece of the, the story as they are in the But they show. sure kept us updated on what was going yeah, on. Yeah, maybe because Penelope ends up with Colin only, you know? That's true. Yeah. Um, so sort of, this is sort of unimportant, but I think it's funny. So Will being non-existent in the books means we don't get any of the sweaty (laughs) boxing practices between him and Simon. Uh, in fact, Simon, in the books, he can't fight at all. No. Like, literally gets his ass beat by Antony several times. Mm -hmm. Um, I, and I think that aligns pretty well with the show. Yeah. Because he continuously like, at first I'm like oh Simon can fight like that first fight with Anthony yeah. the first one he yeah. was winning that's true in the, that's in the it boxing though. ring yeah. yeah other than that Anthony was whooping that ass for real <laughs> um oh another huge difference and Sierra kind of mentioned this in the recap um Daphne is not coveted in the book we've talked about right. this before yeah I'm just adding this she's not coveted in the book at mm-hmm. all she's like actually really annoyed uh ignored all the guys are like oh she's such a great butt yeah she's a good friend she's yeah. so easy to talk yeah. to she's funny yeah <laughs> but i would not marry her <laughs> there are better women um daphne's character development in bridgerton i feel like is not as good as it is in the book so so in bridgerton simon and daphne meet when she bumps into him after she's just, like, fleeing Lord Burbrook. Mm-hmm. She's just trying to get out of the way. In the book, though, in The Duke and I, Simon stumbles upon her after she's trying to figure out what to do with an unconscious Burbrook because she's punched him. Yeah. Like, they were in some library, I think, or something, 
at a party mm-hmm. and he was getting fresh. So she punched him and knocked him out. Um, so that's much like the garden scene in episode yeah. one. So they yeah. kind of just switched around some of the scenes a little bit. But yeah, I think that both... meet cute would have been funnier. Yeah. Than how it ended up. Because in the show, it made it seem... Her first meeting with the Duke was her trying to get away from Burberry. Right. And in the book, it was... Um, and I feel like... She had sh- already punched Burbrook, right? Yes. Yeah. So in the show, like, the meet cute allows Simon to be really, like, condescending to her and, like, really yeah. mean. Yeah. In the book, it's like, he comes across her and he's like, huh. I like... Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you're tough. So I think... It, he it, liked her right away, too. Yes. He was obsessed with her right away. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So I think... I didn't like it because I feel like the book Meet Cute made her seem cooler. Yeah. Than I think the movie so. Meet Cute. Well, in a romance novel, you need a strong female protagonist. So. Exactly. And and Julia gave us that in the book. In shows, they're like, whatever. They're like, we need a woman who's weak. <laughs> what, as long as one of the female, you know, one of the females is strong, we'll take that. We'll give it to Eloise. Yeah, we'll give it to Eloise, right. <laughs> Um, so in Bridgerton, Simon and Daphne's ruse is a well-kept secret between the pair. And the Duke and I, Antony, of all people, (laughs) is in on it. In on the whole little ruse. So in the book, he is so pissed about their relationship, like violently angry, that Daphne and Simon had no other choice but to come clean and swear him to secrecy. And we can't believe that, you know, Antony even allowed this to go on. Yeah. For how angry of a person he was. I'm surprised Man, he wasn't like, no. They really captured the book yeah. Antony in the, in the series. He was like a cock block in yeah. the book, in the, in the show. Spot. The whole time. And he, you know, him knowing, I guess, wasn't terrible just for the fact that he was trying to get Daphne married off. He was like, look, I got to get her married I off. I know, but I feel like... Well, in the book, I think that... I guess that makes sense, because no one was trying to marry her. So he was like, okay, if this is going to work, and you can, you know, yeah. get married. But okay. in the show, it's like... If he would have just left her alone, she probably would have married someone. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. She was already the best, like, the diamond of the season. Right. She would have... If you would have left her alone, she would have been married. Always in someone's business. Um, also in Bridgerton, Simon Stutter is basically a thing of the past. Oh, yeah, this was a big difference. Yeah, because th- this book was all about his stammer. Every other stage. I was like, towards the end of the book, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I get, like, he's, I get it. Like, <laughs> he overcomes a disability or something. I don't know. Happy but for him. They just talk about it so much. Yeah. I'm like, he needs therapy yep. if, I just feel like if, that's so much. If it was a part such a big book. deal, he should have sought a, a, a therapist. therapist about it, right. Yes. A speech, two therapists. Yeah, a, speech. a speech therapist and a mind therapist because he was going through it. Yeah, so his um, stutter is barely brought up and doesn't seem to impact his life at all in the show. Right. But in the book, Simon still very much suffers from his stutter. Um, he often gets tongue tied around Daphne in. Or in other instances where he is upset um, with his stutter and his relationship with his father being such driving forces behind the characterization, it should have been more integral to the show. Um, another thing that just made me think of, in the first or sec- second epilogue of the book, 
Colin and Penelope's son has a stammer. Yes. So that was, yeah, we should talk about that. So, okay, so it's two epilogues in this book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first epilogue, so, so when you're listening to the book, we I listen to some books, I read some books, it depends. Um, I listen to this one, so, it's, so I'm like, okay, why do I got an hour left? And this, <laughs> this is the end of the book. So it's like epilogue one. Epilogue one talks about, um, she finds out she's pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, she got to be like 40. 30, like late 30s? Yeah, they're like older. She's older, so she was like, I thought I couldn't even get pregnant, right? Yes. Yeah. He's like, the last baby's a surprise, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So she's pregnant, and then her brother comes to visit. Mm-hmm. Um, right? This is the first epilogue, right? Because it's two. So I'm like, what happens in the second one then? I can't remember. They, I... I listened so to So maybe the first one is the... I think the first one is her just having, them having her babies. Yeah. yeah. And then the second one is about we meet Colin and Penelope as married. Yes, because it was like thirty years later or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The first one's her just having that first baby, just the same as the epilogue. Um, in the show. Like in the, the show. Last few seconds yep. of the show. Yep. And the second one's her having or finding out she's pregnant at her old age, and <laughs> <laughs> that's old as hell to be having a baby <laughs> in that time. In that time, right? Like, so good for them. Though. She's pregnant or whatever. It's kind of a secret. Her brother Colin comes to visit with his wife Penelope, so that drops that bomb. Yeah. And then they have, I think they already have two kids. Yeah. And um, and they're concerned because one of them is having speech issues. Yeah. Yep. So and that was like, Daphne's oh. And like, oh, well, maybe uh, maybe Simon do something. Help. And I'm like, what? First of all, he don't even like talking about his stammer. You gonna put his business out there like that. Oh, you know my husband got a stammer. Oh my God. <laughs> Simon also has a stammer. Simon, come in here. <laughs> They have a stutterer. <laughs> Help him. <laughs> so they, so Simon's all good with that. And then Simon finally works up the courage to open the letters that. So apparently yeah, Papa so Duke. So many years. Yeah. So I guess Papa Duke was writing him letters this whole time. Yeah. And. They ended up just being reports of his day. But that's the best way as a father who has issues could communicate. Bro, just leave me alone. He he was just talking about his day. Yeah, he's like met with some of the and one of peasants. <laughs> and it happened at the garden. One um, some lord gave Daphne the letters and told yes. her to give it to him when she felt the time. Was she waited right. a grip. Yeah, she waited a while. Yeah. Um, to get first of all, why are you giving personal letters to a woman that's not his wife? Cause they weren't married yet, so I'm like, why right. are you giving? Why are you trusting Daphne with these letters that the Duke that said? That whole part was really weird. Yeah, in the in the book, kind of unnecessary. Know. Like they just had to. I guess they, they had, wanted like, him to get the letters. Yeah, I guess. But they could have found it in a drawer and it been just as effective. Yeah. So whatever they he finally opened the letters after probably like 25 years. Yeah. It had to been. So he's like, all right, let me see what my dad was talking about. Literally. Now that I'm about to have this last baby, let me... I'm old. I'm old. It's time to open the letters. And the letters was just daily accounts of the Duke's day. Yeah. Collected some rents. Like, what? I don't know what he thought the letters were going to say, but I know it wasn't that. I would have been mad. Like, I waited 25 years to open these letters. One consistency. (laughs) Book and show Papa Duke was Was, bullshit. He was a horrible father. (laughs) And I was wondering, like, well, the whole point of me reading a book, I got the book 
immediately after I watched season one. Yes. And the tell whole, tell our audience why you got the book. The why did you want to read it? Reason <laughs> I got the book is because I thought the scenes, like the sex scenes, were going to be spicier <laughs> in the book. Because normal sometimes they are like the book yeah. people get wild. Yeah. So Not Julia. The, no. Julia was like, let's keep it. Let's keep it cute. Thank goodness the showrunner was like, you yeah. know what? We need to spice it up. It was a lot of just like side glances I'm like, and, and, and cute touches. I'm like, bro, remember, take their clothes off. I remember texting you like, oh, is it chapter eight? It's chapter eight. Like, this is the time. Like, they're about to do it or whatever. <laughs> chapter eight. And then I, I got the part. And I'm like, it wasn't chapter eight, guys. Oh, my God. It's so, it, was, it was a letdown. It was yeah. a letdown. I was looking to read some smut. Yeah. But... You know, I guess it's it's not a YA, so it's like a romance novel. Yeah, she could have like, went more wild. People who read books that are that thick that come like with those weird covers, like <laughs> we're it's smut. Like, we're looking for smut, <laughs> Miss Quinn, written in twenty sixteen. Like get out of here, come on. So maybe in the other ones, Eloise apparently ends up with a, a I don't thick man. Read El- <laughs> So I'm I told you, I, said, I was reading the back like I heard he was thick. <laughs> I don't know where I got that from. That's probably a lie. Oh, Is Philip Philip thick? Right. I need to know. I, I thought I read somewhere that he was husky. <laughs> Julia, if you're if the other books, if you were listening to Hoochie and Home, <laughs> and the other books are uh, more graphic, please let us know because then we'll read them quicker. And yeah, tell us the book <laughs> and the chapter. We'll get through it. Okay. Okay. So before we end our show for today, we're going to discuss some of our season two predictions. Um, we do know, Sierra actually told me this. We do know that the designers have already started working on the costuming for season two. Mm-hmm. Um, I also read when I was researching yesterday that they've started some filming. Okay. Um, but that still does make us a little worried that we're not going to get another Christmas premiere. Yeah. So it's, it's March. It's I, April. I know. And I'm it's like, April. well, how long does it take to film a show like that? I'm not sure. Netflix, we don't. It's not like it's a, a ton of CGI yeah. involved. So, yeah. but they I got to be learning all those dance moves though. Uh, all that <laughs> hopping around, they got to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure, but I got that. I, so Bridgerton Hive was... <laughs> They were all tweeting about, oh, they started filming. They started filming because someone took a picture on set. Mm. And then Nicole, right? Yeah. Nicole, Nic- Penelope. Yep. Nicola? Nicola. Nicola. I think it's Nicola. Yeah. I'm, I'm out of order for Americanizing her name <laughs> like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> so Nicola, she retweeted it and said, not filming yet. Costumes are being designed. That's oh, the only, okay. that's where I got that from. Okay. So, they could be filming now, though. We have our ears. Yeah. We'll I follow everybody. Our finger to the pulse. But our Duke <laughs> is booked and busy. Yeah. This man in six yeah. movies, shows, yeah. like... He's working. He's working. He's working. I'm like, you yeah. even got time for Bridgerton? Because don't forget your roots. There, there has... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Good he's point. on another, like... He's on another Shonda show. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's Shonda's boy. Oh. Yeah, okay, it's Shonda like put him I think on. he's a lawyer or some show. I don't, I don't oh, watch Shonda it. Shonda love lawyer drama, mm-hmm. doctor drama. She, he looked like Wes. I'm like, she got a type. <laughs> <laughs> Wes from How to Get Away with Murder. Oh her. my god! 
right. <laughs> she love a caramel uh, man with a mini fro. Caramel man with a mini fro. <laughs> Shonda, get out of here, Shonda. Shonda, we're our dark skin kings. Right, we gotta mix it up a bit. <laughs> Come on, Shonda. <laughs> I'm really sitting here like, wow. They look exactly the same. I did see, what did I see in the article? Because, yes, Reggae Jean is booked and busy. Yeah. And people have been complaining that Daphne, Phoebe, Daphne (laughs) isn't as booked and busy. Yeah, which is a whole thing. And we're not going to get into it, but... I Listen. saw that she has a show lined up. See? I cannot tell you the name of that show, nor am I interested in that show. I'm sure she's busy. But I'm sure she got some good roles coming up. Mm-hmm. She's cute. She can act. She's cute. She kills all her photo shoots. Mm-hmm. Looks beautiful, yeah. flawless. Yes. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that she will be fine. I think she'll be fine. <laughs> um, okay, so speaking of season two, we do know... We have our leading lady. Mm-hmm. So Simone and Ashley will star opposite Jonathan Bailey's Anthony. Yep. Um, so season two is going to be based on Julia Quinn's novel, The Viscount Who Loved Me, mm-hmm. which follows Anthony's quest to find a love match of his own. Yes. And so the end of season one kind of set that up. He's like, I'm going to find someone to marry quick. I'm, I'm just going to hate love. You take love out of it. <laughs> in his villain voice and, and his sideburns. If, if you don't know, in a romance book, that's exactly when you find the love of your life. Yeah. When you decide so, to stop. Yeah looking for love so in this book so we got the book we are going to wait to read it yeah because to avoid reading it again yeah closer to the season yeah makes the most sense um what we do know about the book it will talk about papa bridgerton and i think it'll talk about Anthony's struggles in being the head of the family because of Papa Bridgerton. Yeah, because he seemed like he got some he got trauma some, going yeah, on. Yeah, so like whatever. Something some firstborn yeah. pressure. I don't know. And this, and um, Simone Ashley is a brown queen. Yes. So, she's Indian. Yeah. Yep. I just said brown because I didn't want to put a label on it because I wasn't very sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure um, she's Indian. In the show, her name is, so in the book, mm-hmm. another difference, her book, is, uh, her name is Katie Sheffield. Yep, Katie. Yeah. Yep. And then in the show, it's going to be Katie Sharma. All right. Yeah, because she's Indian. Okay, so they pulled a, a JK rising <gasps> on us, huh? They pulled a Cho Chang. They pulled a Cho Chang. No, on they pulled a Seamus Finnegan. Seamus <laughs> <laughs> Finnegan? She's like, no. what's the most uh, Irish, Irish name, name I can think of? She's like, I met one Chinese it person like ever in my song. life, and her name was Cho Chang. So just she out of order. Yep. Okay, so... <laughs> so, as for our... Pre- oh, predictions. Yeah. Yes, okay, so this is the whole... We got way off. So, we were <laughs> supposed to be predicting what we think will happen in season two. Um, there are so many possibilities. I... So, this isn't a prediction. This is just something I need. I need Colin and Penelope to get together. Yeah. It happened in the book. I think it should happen. Yeah. I think they're a good match. I think at Penelope the end of is very two, nice. Mm-hmm. Colin is a very nice boy. Nice think, and nice. I think they need to get together <laughs> and have babies. Yep. I don't want redhead yeah. baby face babies. I don't want no other love interests for Colin. It don't work. I think we learned that with Marina. Yeah. Yeah. So the showrunners need to stop playing with us and get back to the source material. Yep. <laughs> and I think I don't know if that'll happen in season two. 
Yeah, I don't know, because he's going to be away. But I'm like, well, maybe something will bud at the end of season two I'm really into season three. I'm really nervous he's going to come back with a woman. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, that's she's what I'm gonna nervous. Penelope's going to be like, she's got And all life. Lady Whistledown stuff is going to be about yep. Colin and that lady. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I heard. We don't know who this lady is. He said he picked her up in Greece. She don't got no money. Well, where her family stay? <laughs> No titles? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, I predict that Eloise will start like a crazy mad search for Lady Whistledown mm. all over again. Because now she it's personal. Was, she was so broken up. Of, like the mm -hmm. way she reacted. It was like slow motion. <gasps> <gasps> I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I'm like, Eloise, how has this changed your life? Literally. Just in people's business. She thought she had it. She cracked the code and it was she not what she so. thought. Um, and the crazy part is, it's like the person right under her nose, like her best friend is. Literally. Mo, if you was a secret... <laughs> what if I was leading this secret life that you just didn't know about? I would be upset. <laughs> I wouldn't blame you. I would be upset. You know, why couldn't you just tell me? Not that. I can't stay mad at you that long. Maybe like an hour. Why couldn't you just tell me? That's what yeah. I'm Yeah. You could just told me. I would tell you in a second. Well, I'm bad at holding secrets. So I'm like, so I would have told you in a I second. I think about starting a scandal sheet. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm like, what's on that? <laughs> the first one, not even printed yet. <laughs> I got a scandal sheet coming out. <laughs> just in case you see some stuff about you in there, it's all I love. <laughs> Listen, I just got to report the truth. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that Eloise will probably continue her search in that because I don't know if she's. This is not her season. Even though she was kind of a big part in season one, even though it's not her season. And she'll be coming out next season. And she'll be... Oh, I know. She about to give... She about to be busy. She about to be busy. And these men are going to have their feelings, honey. Yeah, absolutely. Eloise is mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as far as Anthony and our new lead, um, Kate, our new Katie, I'm not sure. I already feel like he doesn't deserve her. With his attitude, because he got an attitude problem. So, I don't know how that's going to go. I really think that they their meet cute would be like him being all pissy or something. And then he ruined her day. And then yeah, they won't like each other at first. It has to I be think they don't exactly like each other at first be. and then fall in love. It has yes. to be. I think that's exactly what it's going to be. That's the perfect romance novel. Yes. You can write that same plot a thousand times and it still mm -hmm. be good every time. Mm -hmm. That's how it was for me and Jeff. I didn't like them. Yeah. And, I liked and James. Now, and now we're married, so. Yeah. That's a good meet. That's cute. the recipe for a meeting. Because mm -hmm. you got to warm up to each other. Exactly. How am I like you right away? Something, <laughs> something's fishy. <laughs> Okay, so I also predict that the Featherington girls are going to be displaced from their London home. Yeah. Because one of those guys who killed Lord Featherington, I'm assuming is now the owner. Because mm -hmm. he gave the deed to them. Yep. Unless they gave it to their boss, if they're not the boss. But I think whoever comes in is either going to kick the Featheringtons out, or... Fe Lady Featherington will do whatever she got to do to that's keep what I'm her saying. lifestyle. She'll do whatever she has to do. I'm saying. So I'm not surprised that any action she's going to take. Because they have a country too. home. Because I guess so. I guess they could go to the country home. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I think they're going to be displaced. Mm -hmm. Or I know it's going to be a mess. Oh, related. I'm 
I am also sad to predict this, but I think it makes sense. I think Will's going to get caught up in some mess. Yeah. Because he threw the match that yep. led to Lord Featherington getting yep. murdered. Yep. So if Lord Featherington had to kill be killed over it, uh, I don't know. I think I was thinking about that too. Mess. The yeah. first thing I thought about was Will when late when Lord Featherington died. I'm like, oh shoot, what yeah. are they gonna do to Will? Yes, a hundred percent. And you know what else found his messy ass might do? <laughs> what? Oh, you shit. know what else found his messy ass might do? I think he's gonna bring Sienna back to shake the table. Yep. I think that Anthony is, you know, he spent the whole season not being able to get over her. Yeah. They obviously have some sort of toxic attraction to each other. Sienna man gonna drop her and she's gonna and come. she's gonna come back and Anthony's probably gonna, like, things with Katie are probably gonna be going well he's gonna make a mistake. And it'll be the mo- Yes! Yes. That, I bet you that's the book right there. I bet it is. <laughs> I think Sienna's gonna come back. Shonda, don't do it! <laughs> Shonda, don't do it. Sienna was like, I'm not done Chris, yet. Chris, don't do it. <laughs> Keep me on payroll. Oh! <laughs> Okay, guys, this was a short one. That was our show for today. Yay! And our last one of the season. Aww. We had so much fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> this yeah. has been so amazing. This is just the beginning. Yeah. We've got a lot of fun stuff planned. Yeah. I got to give a shout out to Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, thank you. For helping us learn things like Audacity. And yeah, stuff we had never heard of. Hooking up What's the RSS? Never yeah, heard of what's it. What's the RSS? How, how? I'm like, how does sound work? Can I just record? Like, if I talk loud enough, can I just put it? Yep. So thanks to my husband, Jeff, uh, for helping us out in this first season. Thanks to Sierra. Thank you. This has been so fun. This has been so fun. That's Literally so, 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 so fun. Yeah. Um. Yes, thank you to Mo for scripting and like doing everything because yeah, it's a lot of work but it's, it's a lot of work um and i know that she knows so many words See, so learned a lot of new words. i'm like i am so grateful so every podcast when you hear me stuttering <laughs> over a word it's because mo does a lot of the scripting. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here to lend my voice. Yeah. Um, so we'll be taking a brief break while we get things in order for season two of Hoochin' and Hollerin'. Um, make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for updates on our next season. Yeah. We have so much fun stuff lined up for you guys. Yeah, we um, won't be posting new episodes for a few weeks. Yeah. Um... But we'll still be on social. Yep. We got some fun things coming. Yeah. And honestly, it's a few weeks. Yeah, you guys can live. Consider it. And I'm so excited to announce the next thing we're doing. I know. I'm, I'm so, so excited. excited. <laughs> and guess what? It's not you're not gonna be expecting it. I get to take it probably take that. I'm I'm literally so excited. Oh, okay. okay. Well, that's, that's it. it. Bye.